So good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls, citizens of all ages. Welcome in to the Power Hour, part of the morning show here, Planet Radio 106.7, the final Friday in September. Friday, September 29th. Sunday will be October 1st. That is crazy. Happy Halloween. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you're getting your menu ready for that. Uh, also, Merry Christmas, dude. Happy Boxing Day. What, whatever it is, whatever I got to say. I'm not a happy holidays guy. I'm just like, I'll just, I'll just say what it is. I mean, if it's Kwanzaa, it's Kwanzaa. You know, if it's Boxing Day, it's Boxing Day. You know, if it's um, today's National Coffee Day, we're, we're celebrating that with our question of the day. Uh, also, today is National Take a Picture with Your 15th Cousin on Your Mama's Side Day, which follows National Sons and Daughters Day. You know, that was flooding social media. Remember, today, again, is 15th Cousin on Your Mama's Side Day. So take a picture with that person, put it on social media. Might be something from last year's Christmas. Maybe y'all got together. You know, maybe they came over for Thanksgiving and you fried that turkey. Post that picture today. Hashtag National 15th Cousin on your Mama's Side Day. I love all those national days, man. They're good. Got to say thanks to Acadiana Tire, one of the sponsors of the morning show. Your tires are getting slick. Go and see Big Hick. He can, he can put it on. I don't know if you do the one thing. Maybe you do the two. Maybe you're balling. You do all four. He can do whatever you need. And he can also do inspections. They do mechanic work, break jobs, all that stuff. 214 West Canal Church Point, Motor City, 1111 North University, Lafayette. Maybe it's time for a new ride. Maybe you got in a little wreck, man. You got a little fender bender. It's time to get you something else. Or maybe, uh, maybe your kid just turned 16. You want to reward him. Check out the pre-owned cars, trucks, SUVs over at Motor City, 1111 North University in Lafayette. And thanks to Mandez's, Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill in Lafayette on Ducey Road, in Youngsville on Chemin Metairie, online, mandancesgrill.com. Follow them on social media, too. It's going to make you hungry if you follow Mandances on social media. You see those specials every day, all that stuff. So good. The official restaurant of the morning show. Mandy, Ian, Brent, good morning. Thanks for the comment on the Facebook Live. We have Emo Night tomorrow night, teaming up with the Grouse Room, teaming up with the pop punk piano man, Hunter DeBlanc. Also, DJ Denzi will be mix up, mixing up some emo tunes tomorrow night at the Grouse Room. And tickets are available through Eventbrite. You can also get tickets at the door tomorrow night. But if, uh, if you wanted to go for free, you probably went to our website, like a lot of you did, and registered to win tickets. We have, a, we have spots for five people on our Planet Radio guest list. These five people I'm about to announce will get to bring a guest. Y'all will get in free. Alana Gospar, also Catherine Shank, Darian Lulu, Rebecca Trahan, and Todd Spell. Those are our winners for tomorrow night, Emo Night with Hunter DeBlanc, a special edition of Saturdays live at the Grouse Room, downtown Lafayette. So thanks to everybody who registered. And we will have more tickets because there's a concert coming up in Baton Rouge very soon. We're going to have tickets to that. I'll have more details for you next week. John's comment about a picture with his 15th cousin on your mama's side. Question of the day is rolling on on Planet Radio's Facebook page, also on my personal Facebook page, too. Today's National Coffee Day. How do you take your coffee? Joseph says, black two sugars. Cody says, small amount of sugar. Oh, no, sorry. Small amount of sugar-free almond or coconut milk. Nice. Brock says, black like the ace of spades, ball. Two sugars, one cream, says Robert. Drew says, I take my coffee while looking at the unread message I sent Chris Logan yesterday. I, I saw that. Oh, I just got, a, uh, just got a notification from KATC. This is breaking news. And I joked around about her. But uh, this is, looks like it's official. Notification from KATC. U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein, the longest-serving woman senator, passed away at the age of 90. 
So that's that's just hitting some of the news outlets today. So I can't, um, I, I, I still can't believe that the Saints lost to the Packers on Sunday. I'm, I'm not over that. We shouldn't have lost that game. It, it seemed to be a meltdown. You know, some of you wanted to blame that on Jabu. Some of y'all wanted to blame that on Jameis Winston. And I'm not putting it on Jameis Winston. I'm not. The play calling was bad. And, and look, and I sound like a bad Saints fan. But the Saints calling was, was the play calling was off balance. I mean, could Jameis Winston have done a little bit better? Yeah. I mean, our, our defense was on fire against Jordan Love. And then we, we lose it in the second half. Jabu got us down the field and little groupie missed the field goal. It could have easily been a win. Would it have been the same turnout with Derek Carr? We, we, never, we never know. And again, for the record, I told you, was I cutting cartwheels when we got Derek Carr? No. I, I thought Derek Carr was the best available for us to go and get. Is he the savior? I don't think so. Will he be a fit for us for a little while? Yeah. But I thought play calling and, and stuff was really bad in the second half of that game. It's like, did, did they all get spooked when Derek Carr went down? Not sure. But Derek Carr, he says he may play, depending on how he feels against the Bucs on Sunday. Also, the Cajuns are on the road against Minnesota. The Golden Gophers. That's, that's a great name for a mascot. I love that, dude. I might go back to college like Rodney Dangerfield. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to go to Minnesota. Become a Golden Gopher. But Cajuns... Are on the road. They play at 11 a.m. tomorrow morning, and that game is on Fox Sports. And then LSU, Bond, number 13, LSU. They're on the road to face number 20, Ole Miss. It's going to be a tough game for the Tigers, I think. And that's a 5 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. And then locally, the Millers, John Melvin University, out of Crowley. They have a game. It's a home game in Crowley tomorrow, 1.30 in the afternoon, against Central Georgia Technical College. They got some great stuff happening over there at John Melvin University. Uh, it's an online university, but they've been doing uh, different sports there, from volleyball to softball, baseball, football, and uh, uh, a very positive outlook out there. So if you have a chance to catch their game, uh, do so. You can go to millers-athletics.com if you want to learn more. 808, listening to the Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. Our Planet Radio Twin Peaks Fantasy Football League. How are you doing in fantasy football if you play? It's been a weird couple weeks. Now, I did move my way up a little bit in our Planet Radio Twin Peaks League. I am one and two. I scored a lot of points last week, thankfully, and that brought me from dead last to number five. And I now have the second most points in the league, which I really feel that points can come into play. So I'm, I'm back excited again. I got screwed by Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Well, it looks like Joey's in number one. Alex is number two. Kendall's in third place. And Jace is in fourth. And old Chris Logan's in fifth. Got to say thanks to Twin Peaks, too, for allowing us to uh, do this this year. It's our first year. And, and, you know, next year, I believe they want to do it again. We'll try to do it uh, a little bit bigger next year. Maybe maybe have more leagues or something for fantasy. But if you want to watch the game, you can go and check them out over at Twin Peaks. Johnston Street, they're going to have the fight Saturday night. They got drink specials. And they got a lot of specials coming up in October. On October 2nd, Monday Night Football. They have a Saints jersey giveaway. And a free 22-ounce draft from Crescent Crown when you sign up for the text or the email club. That's pretty cool. Go and check them out at Twin Peaks. Also, I saw this, man. This is sad. And um, this great man was from around my area. You may have seen uh, a good bit about the, the name Mr. Joe Richard. He was the... Last Pearl Harbor survivor, he has passed away. And Mr. Joe passed away two months after his 100th birthday. And he passed away 
peacefully at his home in Sunset. It lives around the Church Point Sunset area, surrounded by family. And Mr. Richard survived Pearl Harbor. He was only 18 years old. You know, a, a time, you know, at, at that time where it was very, it was, it was, it was prideful, you know, back at that time to go and serve your country and want to defend your country. And they have a little story here on KLFY.com with his daughter, Miss Connie. And uh, she said, quote, it was very hard for him to talk about it. And, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it, it was. But there's some about, about Mr. Joe, all that on KLFY's website if you want to check it out. And I remember this, and they have this at the bottom of the story. So July 23rd in the town of Church Point, that's uh, Joe Richard Day. And July 23rd, that was Mr. Joe Richard's birthday. But he was overall the last Pearl Harbor survivor. And Mr. Joe passed away. Also, if you are into Harry Potter, you may have seen this. Michael Gambon, the guy who played Dumbledore, he passed away at the age of 82. I never watched any Harry Potters, man. Call me weird. But I've never, I've never watched any Harry Potters. I don't like my sister watches that. Yeah, I mean, I know some people that do it, and for some it's pretty big. But uh-uh, I never watched any of it. So if you're like, oh, dude, Dumbledore, I'd be like, okay, you know, okay. But he passed away at the age of 82. Also saw this too. Today, Netflix will mail out the final DVDs. Huh? So it's done and over with. According to this story, there are fewer than a million people who still subscribe to the DVD by mail plan. And I always thought, man, who would, who would still get the DVDs? And then when I thought about it a little bit more, people who live in rural areas or live in the country where you might not have great internet, you might not be able to stream anything, you might still use the mail-in DVD. So I, I, I get it. Netflix mailed out its first DVD in 1998. Do you know what that first DVD was that they mailed out? Someone wanted to watch Beetlejuice. And, and that's what they got. But remember, that was, that was cool back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Netflix, well, you put in uh, the DVDs you want, and then you can get them in the mail. Then you probably wouldn't send them back. Then you'd have to send them back. You'd get another one. And what was, what was the service for? Didn't they have a service for games too? Was it Gamefly maybe? I thought they had a service for that as well. Think about this uh, in, your, in your office, in your workplace. You ever had someone steal something out the fridge? You know, maybe someone stole your lunch. Maybe you bought that plate lunch from the night before. You went out to, I don't know, Mexican restaurant, right? Because we have a lot of them around Acadiana, and you got your little quesadilla. You couldn't eat all of it. Oh, man, I'm going to bring half of it back. I'm going to eat that for lunch tomorrow. You get to work. You put it in the fridge. By the time you go... Lunchtime, you open up your little plastic star or your little styrofoam container, and that dang quesadilla is gone. It happens. This is from askamanager.org. There's a good chance that when you reach into the break room refrigerator for your lunch, it will have disappeared. Office lunch thefts plague offices everywhere. One survey found that 18% of workers admitted to eating someone else's lunch from the office fridge. Dude, get your own, man. There's nearly one in five of the people sitting in your next meeting who might have stolen your sandwich. So that's nearly one in five people in your office that might steal your sandwich, your quesadilla, all that, dude. See, like if it happens a lot, it would be funny to play some kind of prank on the sandwich. I don't know, put a bug in it, you know, put some rank meat. You know, put some bad minez in that thing. Just something. And when you see that, you know, you see whoever it is throwing up, maybe in the bathroom all afternoon, you know who it is who's been stealing all the food in the fridge. But the big question is, if that would happen, would that make them stop? 
I would guess probably not. Also saw this. By the way, it's 815, 71 degrees, Planet Radio 106.7. What's his face, dude? Um, Fetterman, who has the shorts and the hoodies and stuff. Cat's going to have to go buy him a suit. Senate unanimously passes formal dress code. This is from CNN. The U.S. Senate passed a resolution formalizing business attire as a proper dress code for the floor of the chamber by unanimous consent. This comes after Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer chose to stop enforcing the unwritten requirement because John Fetterman's casual dress became a flashpoint in the Capitol. The bipartisan bill from Democratic Joe Manchin and West Virginia and Utah Republican, uh, sorry, Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Utah Republican Senator Mitt Romney requires that members abide by a real dress code rather than an unwritten custom. When on the Senate floor, that includes a coat, tie, and slacks for men. The resolution does not specify what is deemed as business attire for women on the Senate floor. So I guess Kat can wear his Carhartt uh, hoodies and shorts when he's in the hallway. But if he's going to go into the chamber, he's going to have to put him a little suit on. Sometimes it feels like that cat doesn't even know where he's at. Who's fries? Nacho fries. Taco Bell's bringing nacho fries back. And I think you can even make him vegan. So this started yesterday. Vegan customers will be able to request a vegan nacho sauce on October the 12th. The fries are back on a limited basis for now, but a spokesperson for Taco Bell tells people, we never say never when it comes to any limited time offer making its way on the menus. So if you were digging on the nacho fries at Taco Bell, they are your fries, and they're back. Who's fries? Nacho fries. And, bro, you knew that. This is uh, our first, bro, you knew that today. You know the famous painting of the dogs playing poker? The name of it is not dogs playing poker. I always thought that. The name of the painting is a friend in need. And the painting shows one dog passing a card to another under the table. Didn't realize that. I'm going to have to pull that up and check that out. But didn't know if you knew that. That's our bro. You knew that today. It's not called dogs playing poker. It is called a friend in need. Also this. Remember I told you about the Shrek Crocs? Remember, uh, what was that? Maybe a month or so ago, they had the Crocs that looked like Shrek. Now they have some new Crocs. Check this out. If you're watching on the Facebook Live, I have it pulled up. Hershey's and Crocs are coming together for a sweet collaboration, says Food & Wine Magazine. Check this out. So there's, there's Hershey and Reese's Crocs. The Hershey's are like a, a the Hershey's chocolate color. Actually, they actually look pretty cool, and I don't own any Crocs, but they look pretty cool. And then they have the little, those little shawses on the, the holes in the front, little charms. I think there's a name for it. I don't remember it. Forgive me for that. But on the chocolate Hershey's Croc, there's a little Hershey's miniature. There's also a Hershey's logo. And then there's a little charm of the Hershey's Kiss that you can pop on there. And then the orange ones are the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Then there's a little charm, a little shaws of a miniature Reese's cup. And then there's like a, a little shaws of the Reese's peanut butter cup package. But they're going on sale. The limited edition Crocs will be available starting today. You can get them at Champ Sports, Foot Locker, Kids Foot Locker, and Crocs.com. Adult styles have a suggested retail price of $55 while their adult counterparts retail for 65 bucks. So, man, you like Hershey's, you like Reese's? Go and check that out. That might be all you. You can dress like, you can dress like Hershey's, you can dress like Reese's for Halloween. 
8.20, we got time for an uh-uh story. Why not? We'll throw this one in real quick. And I'll, I'll pull this one up too. Hang on. That way you can, you can see it. So this here is a story about, let me get, a, let me get out of this ad. It comes out of New Jersey. And a driver, uh, there's no picture, it's a video, but you can kind of see that dead deer. But a driver suffered minor injuries when a deer fell from an overpass above and then crashed through his windshield. How crazy is that? So this dude didn't hit a deer on the roadway. It fell from an overpass and crashed through his windshield. What are the odds? Happened on Wednesday, southbound lanes of Route 21, just before 8 a.m. Police say the deer jumped or fell off of Route 3, the overpass, before landing in the driver's lap. Cool. Bet you he had to go change his draws. The impact caused the driver to strike a concrete barrier and crash into another vehicle, which was traveling southbound on the roadways. The driver was taken to the hospital with minor injuries, and the deer did not survive. He might have had a little back strap for supper that night, too. What y'all want to do with a deer? Leave it. Just leave it there. I'm going to get somebody to come and get it. They had back strap that night. He hooked them up a little deer roast or something. Maybe, maybe he's going to uh, take the, the deer to the taxidermist. Put that on his wall. Oh, dude, you shot that? That's a good-looking deer, man. I didn't realize you were a hunter. Nah, man, that thing fell from the overpass, dude, right through my windshield into my lap. Oh, really? Conversation piece. Bring it to the taxidermist. Put that deer head on your wall. But that's crazy, right? Imagine that happening. Let me remove that video. Imagine that happening. A, a deer falling from the overpass through your windshield into your lap. Like, it didn't fall into the passenger side. It fell into the driver's side of the vehicle. Uh-uh. 8.22, we're coming back with the second half of the power hour. Let's see what's coming up. 10 states with the highest STD rates. Where do you think Louisiana falls in that list? Also got another uh-uh story. A guy in India, he had a stomach ache. He went to the doctor. They found a bunch of stuff. I'll tell you more about that. What about this? Who talks more, men or women? Remember yesterday we had the question, who listens more or who hears better, men or women? And that was women. But who do you think talks more, men or women? Are you happy at your job? And also, how many times a day do we take out our phone to take a photo? That and more coming up here inside the Power Hour. The second half is on the way. It's all brought to you by Motor City, Acadiana Tire, and also Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, John says, play calling, time management, Jameis. I know, I, look, I know John, and I know John does not like Jameis. Did, did Jameis help? No. No, he didn't. But I don't know, man. I, I just I can't believe we lost to Green Bay. And I, I think I didn't watch I didn't get to watch the game last night, but they they lost to Detroit. Now Detroit's another team to watch, too. National Coffee Day. I'm gonna take a drink of coffee in my Cobra Kai mug with no handle. It broke, dude, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't throw it away. So now it's kind of hot. I got to let it cool before I drink. Uh, Brent says Louisiana will be high on that list. Yes. Mississippi is number one on the STD list. But who do you think is number one? Oh, sorry, who do you, where do you think, sorry, where do you think Louisiana falls on that top 10 list? That's coming up. What do we have, about a minute and a half? Yeah. But Saints got to beat Tampa Bay. You know, and, and I kind of feel, too, let me make, yeah, have a minute and a half. So I, I, I really feel, and I was talking to a buddy of mine 
Like, I really feel that that Green Bay game can come back to haunt us. I, I, I really do. I hope I'm wrong. But look, we got, so I got, I got the schedule here. Um, we got Tampa Bay at noon this Sunday. We're on the road against New England. That should be a win. You know, we're on the road against Houston. That should also be a win. We're on the road against Jacksonville. That should be a win. The Colts, we should beat them. The Bears, the Vikings. Then we hit our bye week. Atlanta on the road, Detroit, Carolina, the Giants, the Rams, the Bucks, and the Falcons. I mean, we do have a cupcake schedule, and we we screwed it up against uh, Jordan Love, man. Gosh, we don't we don't see a top five quarterback all year. I don't think. Steven says easiest schedule in the NFL. Yeah. All right, we're coming back um, about twenty five seconds. Hang on. So welcome back. Welcome back to the Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. Time of the show where we go in on what's trending, what's happening, the top stories of the day, what's viral, what's going on. Our question of the day, I want to revisit that. I want to see, let's see, go to our Planet Radio page. Because our question of the day is on the Planet Radio Facebook page, which also that's where I'm I'm coming to you live if you want to watch. If not, just keep on listening. Whatever's easiest for you. But I wanted to see answers on our planet page. National Coffee Day. How do you take your coffee? Todd says to take a little coffee with my creamer and honey. Candace says two shots of espresso over ice with a protein shake mixed in. Nice. Chris says I like my coffee like I like my women. Bitter. Good one. Good one, Chris. Tim says, black like my emo heart. <laughs> Christopher says, does a frappe count? Yeah, why not? Brandon, double shot of espresso on ice. What else we got? Uh, Mark says, with a touch of vodka. <laughs> I, I've, never had, I've never had in all my years. I've never had coffee with any kind of alcohol in it. Steven says, two Splenda and two, two teaspoons of coffee made. Boy, Anna goes in on a big old long description. Drake says, cold brew with vanilla cold foam. So dang good and smooth. And I, I look, I've, I've said this before. That I, look, give me a gas station coffee because it's easy for me. It's not that I don't like the fancy coffee. I do, it tastes good. And, and they're all pretty, too. But I just, I don't know what to call them. I'm not skilled in coffee. I don't know what to order when I go to these places. If I'm at CC's, like I know Frappe, Turtle Mocha Sippy, I know that. But most times, I'm like an idiot when I go, like, oh, that picture looks good. Give me what's on that. Give me what's on that picture. Which one, sir? Uh, and you get kind of haunt. Give me, just uh, give me, give me that one. She turns back the first one. No, no, the third one. Oh, you want the, I don't know, ice mocha, uh, oat milk frappe, venti, twisted lime uh, espresso shot. Like, whatever. It looks pretty. Give me that one. Looks like it tastes good. I'm, I'm going to take that one. That'll be $15.95, sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dang, I should have just went to the gas station, went to the carafe, and squirted out some community. Put me a little flavored creamer in there, but just not pumpkin spice. So I need, to, I need to do that. Who wants to take me to a coffee shop and school me? Shoot me uh, an email, info at listentotheplanet.com, or, um, or you can uh, send me a message on Facebook. We'll record it. We'll make it like a video with some content or something. Who's smart with the coffee? Who wants to school me? 
I'll teach you about radio. You teach me about coffee. So I don't sound like an idiot when I go to those places. What you want, dude? Venti. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, want, I just, I want a small. Oh, can you get a large? Yeah. That's the big one? No. Well, wait a minute. It's large. But that, don't know. Let's get to this. 8.30, power hour rolling on. Planet Radio 106.7 on National Coffee Day. Hang on, I'm going to take a, a sip of my coffee. Scott says, community with hazelnut creamer. And, and most times, and I mentioned this, I, I'll, I, I've been on a, a black coffee kick, and if I do, I'll just add a little creamer. Not much, a little bit, just to give it a little color. But I stopped putting sugar in my coffee. That's, that's a little bit much. Where does Louisiana fall in the list of states with the highest STD rates. Where do you think we fall, my friends? You got to watch if you're out catting around, huh? If you're catting around, looking for a side piece. You know, maybe maybe you don't have a significant other. You know, you're trying to find one. Got to watch out. And you don't want to take a vacation to either of these cities. You have to watch what you do, and you got to be careful. Number 10, North Carolina. Number 9, New Mexico. Number 8, Arkansas. <laughs> or you can call it Arkansas. Number 7, Georgia. Number 6, Alabama. Number five, South Dakota. Dude, how, how can there be, like, how can South Dakota, there's like six people that live there, maybe seven, like how can, how can they be uh, on the list? But they have it like per 100,000. That's how, that's how they break it down. Number four, South Carolina. Hmm, we didn't hit Louisiana yet. Number three, another one that got me surprised. Are all those crab dudes, are, do they, are they catting around? All those dudes, what, Sig Hansen in them that are on Deadliest Catch? But Alaska's at, at number three. Number two. Good old Louisiana. Total STD rate, 1,159.9 per 100,000. I hate saying these words. They're gross. Uh, Chlamydia rate is 730.1 per 100,000. The gonorrhea rate, 354.5 per 100,000. The syphilis rate, 75.3 per 100,000. If you ever see, if you ever go into, if I travel to Baton Rouge or if I'm going to New Orleans, like last Friday I went, um, I, I normally take, coming from Church Point, I, I take uh, Highway 190, go through like Livonia and Crotch Springs, all that. I hit 110, then I hit 10 uh, coming that way. I don't take the Chafalaya Bridge just in case. I, I go that way. But if you ever take 110 and you come in between like where, where you get on 110 from 190, between there and Baton Rouge, there's this billboard that always gets me a laugh. And, and there's, I mean, but but it's really not funny. But there's like it's like a super gonorrhea billboard, and it's something to do with Louisiana, and then like super gonorrhea is around. I'm like, damn man, what's super gonorrhea? What what that does to you? I mean, how much you dripping with that, huh? Number one on the list is Mississippi. So look, let's celebrate. Louisiana's not number one, number two. But wasn't at some point Louisiana number one on that? But Mississippi total STD rate, 1,266 per 100,000. Their chlamydia rate, 750 per 100,000. Gonorrhea, 427.7 per 100,000. Syphilis, 88.3 per 100,000. Mississippi, number one. And that was all a public service this morning, right? That was my public service announcement for you. Stay out of Mississippi, boy, if you're catting around, huh? If you're creeping. And, and watch yourself in our and watch yourself in our home state. 
Uh, what about this uh-uh story? An Indian man, a man from India, went to the hospital. He had him a little stomach ache. And doctors were shocked. Get this. They retrieved 60 household items from the dude's gut. That'll give you you stomach stomach ache every time. Uh, This is from the New York Post. A man suffering from a two-year stomach ache shocked doctors who discovered the patient had ingested a Home Depot's worth of household items ranging from buttons to earphones. On carrying out an x-ray, the director of the hospital said they found lockets, chains, nuts, bolts, earphones, and many other objects in his stomach. I'm not going to try to pronounce his name because I'm going to mess it up. He's age 35. He had gone to the hospital because his stomach hurt, and he had high fever as well because his body was like, dude, there's something going on here, man. You need to go see about this. And... Watch it. See if I can pull it up on the Facebook Live video. Hang on. I think I can. Uh, Because there's a video on the top. And then, so then there's this picture here. If you're watching online, here it comes. This is what the cat had in in his stomach. Look at all this. Look, there's a safety pin right there. Uh, What else they had? Magnets, zips. Yeah, look, there's a, a big zipper right here. What else they got? This looks like a, like a little bracelet. What is all this stuff? And why did he eat it? So doctors diagnosed this dude with a mental health condition where they say the person who, who has this health condition suffers from compulsively compulsively swallows items that aren't food. And it's called PICA, P-I-C-A. Now watch, I'm going to scroll up a little bit if you're watching. Hang on. There's another little picture. Like it looks like all the stuff in a bedpan. Disgusting. Poor guy, huh? I got a stomachache. I don't know why. I had some bad Indian food. You try to go to the bathroom? No, I tried. I can't. Nothing nothing comes out. Well, I guess not, dude. You got trinkets in your stomach. You got zippers. You got keys. I think there was a little truck in there, too. You had a little Mazda. (laughs) Uh, Easy digestible objects can prove hazardous to one's health. (laughs) Are you serious? Uh, the one of the medical doctors uh, had said since he had eaten sharp objects, there were several. Uh, uh, sorry, there were severe wounds in his stomach, and they operated on him and they and they took it all out. The procedure was successful, but they say the patient is not out of the woods yet. He is still on a ventilator and he is critical in critical condition. Also, this story from the New York Post says. In an equally peculiar peculiar case of Pika, detailed in July, a London woman spent over $3,800 on her clay craving, which began when she became pregnant with her son in 2013. Cool. And I guess she she was eating clay. Pika. P-I-C-A is what they call it. Dude, can you imagine suffering from that? Where you just were you eating little things that are not food? Hmm, look at this lock. Is that, that a master lock or is that a craftsman? Give me that master lock, dude. Those taste good. But that, I mean, that is definitely an uh-uh story today. Poor guy. I hope he makes it through, man. And they cure him of his little pika disease. Uh, what about this, bro? You knew that. Who talks more? This is from Science, Science uh, Magazine or .com. 
And we got to trust it, right? Popular wisdom says that women are much chattier than men speaking 20,000 words a day versus the average man's 7,000 words a day. But a study from the University of Texas at Austin busts that stereotype. Both men and women speak the same every day. And both men and women use 16,000 words a day. You believe that? Eric says pronounce pica. Thank you. Appreciate that. Eric's my associate producer. He just doesn't get paid. Uh, he's an intern. Here I am. See, it's food, stomach. I was thinking pica, pica de gallo. But it's pica. Thank you. But I think I'm over that average of speaking 16,000 words a day. I probably do that inside the power hour. And what about this? What makes people happy at work? <laughs> and it says, so can we make a Pokemon joke, Pikachu? I'll see myself out. <laughs> Good one, Anna. And is listening uh, or, or watching on Facebook, she comments on the live. Pikachu. But are you happy at work? And if you are, great. Congratulations. You should be happy at work. Hmm? If you're not, take a little chance. Do it yourself. But what's, what, what makes people happy at work is not necessarily a lot of money. One study shows that the top three things workers want are interesting work, full appreciation for the work they do, and a feeling of being in on things. Very interesting. And, and, I, and I think that's 100% true. They want interesting work. Okay, give me something to do. That's 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 interesting. I I can run your report. I'm I'm gonna make it badass on Excel, man. You're not you never seen a report like this. Thanks for thanks for giving me that, Donnie. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome, Karen. I'm gonna make you a report like you've never seen before. She goes to YouTube, she starts searching, asking Chat GPT, how do you make a badass Excel? report <laughs> it's probably virtual some ai app that can do it for you though you put in your data and it spits out a badass excel uh file like some kind of chart do the charts are in 3d 4d maybe 8k so many things you can do now but like, think about this. If you're at work, do you want to be appreciated for the work you do? And what is appreciation? Because to me, there's different levels of appreciation. If, if your manager, your boss comes up and says, hey, you know, look, Robert, you've been doing a damn good job. I just want to let you know that, man. I, I know we don't talk a lot. I know I stay in my office. And I don't do much throughout the day because I give it to all of you guys to do it. And, and I'll go play golf. But I want to let you know that I appreciate you doing my work. I, I mean, I appreciate the work that you do, Robert. Thank you. <laughs> Is that how it goes down? Are you, are you satisfied if your manager, your supervisor, your boss comes up to you and actually says those words? I appreciate what you do. Thank you. Is it a pizza party? We had those a lot in radio. Good old pizza party. The thing in radio for a while, like if you had a pizza party, that means you're being sold. We appreciate what y'all do. Y'all come get this Papa John's pizza that we traded out. <laughs> Happens, real story, true story. Or is appreciation for you maybe a little bump in pay? No, can you take so much appreciations? And what about this one? I, I think this is, this is big. 
that people say they're happy at work if they feel like they're being in on things, like part of the team. And, and that's important. Because your workplace, maybe maybe your workplace got a good I, I hope it does. Maybe your workplace is a little clicky. This department hangs together. That department hangs together. You know, the guys in the shop might hang together. They might go to, you know, Mandez's for lunch or something. They might hit Michael's after work. You know, they might not invite Scotty. Scotty just started. They're not sure about Scotty yet. Like, will Scotty tell their wives that they went to Michael's Men's Club? You, know, you got it. I mean, you, all those things happen in real life. I'm just giving you real life scenarios here. You know me. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna give it to you honestly. But it's true. You got like at work. Sometimes you. It, it's a little clickish. This they hang out with this that. You can see that at Christmas parties too. I see that when I DJ Christmas parties. Like, oh, yeah, dude, these people hang around together. Those people hang around together. Those don't talk to these. The dudes in the shop don't talk to the ladies in the office because they screw up their check all the time, right? And it happens, right? I'm just, I'm just being honest. But that's what makes people happy at work, being in on things, being appreciated, and they want interesting work. 847 Power Hour rolling on. Uh, this too, we got this to get to. The average American whips out their phone to take photos six times each day. Do you take at least six photos a day? Anna says uh, that she loves her job. Her peeps are awesome and so is the work. And she can watch Planet Radio 106.7 and listen to Planet.com. So she watches a live stream in the morning. Thank you. Tell your place of work, thank you. You can watch that at, at, um, at your J-O-B. But a survey of 2,000 adults reveals that their phones are packed with group photos with friends and families. This was kind of like our question yesterday. Remember our question yesterday morning, our question of the day? What was it? The average person has 2,000. See if I can scroll real quick. Real quick, real quick, come on. Cooperate here. Nope, that's not the bucket list item. I must have scrolled over it. I was scrolling too fast. Yeah, so the average person has 2,795 photos on their phone. How many do you have? That was yesterday's question. And then this says that people, they whip out their phone to take a photo six times each day. Photos with friends and family tops the list. Selfies, pet pictures, and scenery. Also says people spend important occasions looking at their phone while taking pictures. Graduations, weddings, vacations. The average person takes nearly 23 pictures per event. That's some serious snappage right there, huh? Look, and those are some of those events where some people will say, you know, savor the moment, man. Put that, put that phone away. You know, but back in the day, and again, I, I get both sides of this. I, I, I get the savor the moment. But it's so much easier now with their phone to capture that moment and save that moment and relive that moment as much as you want. The phone makes it so much easier. And I think that's why a lot of people have their phones out at these events. No, just savor the moment. But, dude, back in the 80s and 90s, you had, a, you had a camera. You had to bring a little camera with a little strap that you might have had on your, um, your wrist. You had to put some film in that camera. After it was over with, you had to go to Eckert's, and you had to get the lady at Eckert's to develop your film. You might have went on Tuesdays because it was two for one, and they doubled up your photos for free. And what do you do sometimes, man? You go back to those photo albums and you look. Oh, look at it. Look, look, little Chris when he graduated uh, kindergarten. See, you got pictures of all that. And I think that's why some people have their phones out a lot because they want to capture that moment just like, just like your mama did when it was your fifth birthday. Right? Just like when y'all went to see Disney on ice. 
Might not have been no flash photography. You may not have been to be able to take that picture. Or maybe it just didn't come out too good. It was, it was just a, a black blurry photo, but you still got it. It's still in the photo album that your mama got. The first Disney on ice that came to the Cajun Dome. It's blurry. Y'all remember that? You remember when we went to Disney on ice? Yeah. That was fun, mama. Thank you. <laughs> and, and I see that a lot at weddings. You know, sometimes look, and, and again, if, if the bride and groom, they want a, a camera, phoneless wedding, totally up to them. I see that a lot if I'm part of the ceremony, maybe providing mics or music for wedding ceremonies before the reception. A lot of the officiants will say that, you know, su such and such, you know, Jared and Kim request that, please leave your phones in your pocket and, and not take any pictures. So I, I really do get both sides of this. But, but to me, the phone makes it easier to snap a pic, and you can relive it. And, and you can relive it easier, too. Because yesterday, boy, there's so many. I mean, people said they had 30-something thousand pictures on their phone, some 20,000 pictures. I thought I had a lot at, like, 5,000. But a lot of you answered that question yesterday, and I mean, y'all have a ton of pictures. Uh, like a ton. But, and you can relive whatever moment again right there on your phone. You don't have to go and break out the photo album. If you're Gen X, you know about that photo album, man. Don't act like you don't. They got the vinyl inserts where you put the pictures. They all stick together because you don't open it too much. But your mama made that, dude, of you when you were a kid, elementary school, high school. You know, I've got pictures of you going to your first little homecoming dance, right? Prom. All those pictures are like actual pictures for me. And you have to go to Eckerd's, man, develop that. Go on Tuesday. It was a two for one. 852. Wrapping up the power hour today. We got one more hour in the show, though. Got 90s and 2000s rock coming up. The best rock on the planet. Better than Ezra. Little three doors down. What else we got coming up? Stained. We'll do a remember this one from Limp Biscuit. Remember Behind Blue Eyes live. Blink 182 is coming up too. So keep it where you got it. One hour left inside the morning show. And we'll be back in a few. We're coming back with Oleander. Planet Radio 106.7.